Welcome to the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I'm Ryan Sanderson, and I'll be your host on this journey through the world of Alberta barbecue and beyond. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 71 of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. I really do appreciate you listening in, and this podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB. Well, great cup week just wrapped up here in Calgary, and it was a great time. Finished off by my beloved Winnipeg Blue Bombers winning the cup last night, ending a 19-year-old drought. You may be able to tell by the rasp in my voice. I was doing a little bit of yelling down at McMahon Stadium yesterday. Uh, Earlier in the week, I really had a blast joining up with fellow Alberta Podcast Network member to an out CFL podcast to emcee their live show on Thursday at Booker's Barbecue Grill in Crab Shack. There was a ton of laughs and good times all around. Check them out at cfl2andout.podbean.com for a link to the show from November 21st. A big thank you to Karen from the APN, Travis and Ty from the 2 and Out podcast, and Kyle Marshall from Media Lab YYC, and also host of two shows on the Alberta Podcast Network, for all of the hard work that went into making this event a success. Through ticket sales and the sales of 2 and Out t-shirts, $700 was donated to CFL Fans Fight Cancer. Just awesome. Be sure to visit www.albertapodcastnetwork.com to see all the great shows on the network. Stepping a little outside of Alberta and Canada's borders for this week's episode as I visit via Skype with Stan Dobozenski from the Minnesota Barbecue Society and the Rub My Rack competition team. Enjoy the show, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. Another episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast here uh, via Skype from the uh, basement studio with Stan Dobozenski out of uh, Minnesota. Stan, welcome to the show. How are you doing tonight? Doing great, Ryan. Thanks for having me, man. Oh, this is great. Uh, so you're uh, a competition barbecue guy as well. You're involved with the Minnesota Barbecue Society, correct? Yep, that's correct. Okay, well, let's... Uh, uh, our team are up Rub my rack, all right. Uh, so let's kind of start with your uh, your background. How did you? What's your uh, your background? How'd you get into the barbecue uh, barbecue thing? Um, our our background started like this. Uh, years before I was married, uh, my my girlfriend at the time, my wife now yeah. Tanya, worked at a daycare, and they stood up a pro barbecue <laughs> event here in Brainerd. Her boss was the one that was organizing it, and he needed to recruit judges for barbecue. Uh, for that event to be trained up so what we did is well he told her she was going to be a judge and then he asked me if I wanted to be too and I'm like heck yeah you want to teach me how to eat barbecue I'm down for that sounds all right yeah exactly and this is back in I think it was 2001 and it was an ABA contest so uh uh, the JCs and Brainerd stood up a pretty pretty big contest like forty thousand dollar purse back then yeah, it brought a lot of people in. Yeah. Anyways, fast forward, we got trained in as certified barbecue judges. Uh, I was uh, that, like I said, a fast Eddie, and it was Doctor Barbecue was a pro cook. Okay. Yeah. And at first, I thought it was something to be taken. You know, I wasn't taking it quite serious, but I learned real fast once they started uh, teaching us and training us in and seeing who was all coming in the investments that they had mm-hmm. this is some serious business yep. this competition barbecue yeah so we became judges we judged uh, fast forward to uh tani and i taking a a trip down south we were in uh dothan alabama okay we were road tripping around the southeast for a family vacation 
and we stopped at a contest called Smoking the Wiregrass there in Dothan. And there was a team, uh, a team that took us in on Saturday, Tanya and I and, and, our, and, our, and Zoe, um, and they had us hang out with them on Saturday all through their turn-ins, which is, you know, now in hindsight, that was a, a, a really cool opportunity. No kidding, yeah. Yeah, right? And, uh, and I told Tanya afterwards, I said, holy moly, this is the side of the tent that I want to be on. Yeah. I learned, we need to learn how to do this, yeah. you know. So uh, for Father's Day, her and my daughter bought me a, a Weber Smoky Mountain. My very first smoker was a 18.5 WSM. And I bought Dr. Barbecue's Big Time Barbecue Cookbook, my very first barbecue cookbook. And I jammed through that thing, uh, cooking all winter long and stuff. We're trying it. And then uh, in 20, I think it was 2013, that Brainerd contest that we originally started at, which right. had faded off, it came back and it was sanctioned. I said, holy cow, if we're going to try this, let's get to it. It's only yep. 15 minutes away from home. Yeah, perfect. So that, yeah, and the rest was history, right? So yep. we enjoyed it, and Tanya and I and, and the kids, we all do it as a family, and we have a blast. Awesome. <clears throat> and that was, sorry, that uh, was 2013, you said? Yeah, it was 2013, that first year. So we had never done a uh, backyard or anything like that. We jumped right yep. into the fire. Uh, we learned real quick uh, how welcoming the barbecue community was. Um, Absolutely. John Parrothead uh, taught Tanya how to build a box on the side of Laurel Street in downtown Brainerd at about 1 in the morning. <laughs> um, there's other folks, too, uh, like My Ass is Smoking and, uh, and, Gary, and also Gary Harding, some other pro cooks that have been around the scene in Minnesota for a while. Yep. They uh, really gave us some insight and, and got us clue, clueless rookies, at least half a clue. We yep. got one call. In chicken at that event, we were hooked. Right? That's yeah, I've I've joked that I think they uh, they must somehow know who the rookie cooks are, and they give them a call every you know that first cook just to just to hook them in, right? I think you're right. <laughs> I think you got on yep. that. There's something to that. Something to sure. it. Yeah. Awesome. So that's uh, back in 2013, and then uh, your involvement with the Minnesota Barbecue Society. Talk about that. Your current president, you said. Correct. Uh, you know, as I was getting started in this hobby, I was like a vacuum cleaner. I wanted to be involved in all things that mm-hmm. had barbecue tied to them. Join, you know, you join the KCBS, you subscribe to whatever papers you can find. Yeah. Lo and behold, I'm like, hey, there's a Minnesota Barbecue Society. Heck yeah, I want to join that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then, um, you know, they, they they had a nice little organization down there, and and but yet, you know, I was like, gosh. It, Hey, maybe maybe we can see like a little better website, a little better, whatever out of the society. Mm-hmm. Not knocking on what they were then by any stretch, but I thought, you know, I want to be involved in this. Threw my bio into the mix for an election, and uh, luckily <laughs> enough, uh, they, they they got me in there. Yep. And the rest is history. So it's a real pleasure and a privilege to be able to represent the people of Minnesota. Um, in the barbecue society it's uh it, it really is a an honor to be able to do that for for them and i work with a great a great group of fellow board members too man awesome. they, they all have their heart in it i think yeah anytime uh you know people like that that are involved in barbecue they're not doing it for the money or the fame or anything right it's uh, uh it is because it's a passion right agreed yeah totally. so how long have you been uh, president of the society there Oh, what is this? I think I'm in my what second year of okay, it. Okay, yeah. 
Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. So awesome. Yeah. So, so talk a little bit about what's going on with barbecue in uh, in Minnesota. Un- unlike some parts of the country, you're uh, uh, only part of the year. I would think uh, you got stuff going on, right? So. You know, true. Uh, on the barbecue society front, like the busy season for us, for the board and, and the volunteer members is during the off season, so to speak. Right. Yep. Uh, we just had a meeting on Tuesday evening and, uh, you know, the banquet preparations, the February banquet preparations are in full swing. Um, the spring training, uh, John Sharp Blake champions, the spring training efforts and, and that curriculum is getting pulled together for our mm-hmm. that's kind of our flagship event right. uh for, for training and so on down at the u of m uh minnesota in may uh planning is uh definitely in full swing uh tanya and i are organizers of that event this right. year and we're okay. looking forward to building off of what we had last year um barbecue scene here in minnesota we have uh yeah we've we've got some solid contests down here uh, unfortunately, uh, we did lose a few contests last year, mm-hmm. uh, but hopefully we'll see some of those get built, you know, reappear or, or uh, new ones will pop up. Right. Uh, we, we've got a burgeoning uh, backyard uh, team of the year program going on in the backyard community is really um, pulling together and growing in this state. I think that's a an accurate statement there. Um, last year, the... MBS stood up a, a backyard team of the year program, kind of a pilot nice. year, yep. and uh, man, it took off really well. It it um, the teams are really into it. So I th- yeah, I think uh, for rookies or people just getting into it, it's a great way to kind of dip your toe in, right? Absolutely, and you know there was a really exciting thing that we tried last year. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a meeting late last year, prior to Minnesota in May. Uh, member uh, Matt Falk was at the meeting and, and he suggested, hey, have you guys ever considered having like a mixer of sorts or uh, maybe a mentor or a one-on-one type of deal at your state contest between the backyard teams and the pro teams? I'm like, you know, no, we haven't. Um, I've heard of that concept out there in the social media uh, before, mm-hmm. uh, but I, to my knowledge, um, you know, it never been put into playful swing at a contest. I said, heck yeah, let's let's get behind that and, and go for it. So what we did is uh, the backyard folks that came to the contest could come in on Friday night, you know, and they'd camp there an extra night and mm-hmm. hang out. What we would do is we had them elect to, you know, they'd sign up on their sign-up sheet, hey, do you want to take part in a one-on-one? What we would do is we would pair them up with a willing mentor pro team for an hour-long session. Okay. And we would... Yep, so so we would take them in, we would match them, and there was a ton of pro teams who uh, who jumped on board with it, and there was a lot of backyard teams that jumped on board with it, and we kind of rough-framed out a time, you know, but then ultimately we just were matchmakers and said, yeah. you guys figure out what works for you both. Yeah. And the, the mission at play was um, kind of about, oh, it was multifaceted. It was not just, you know, hey, you know, go in there and get a playbook from these guys. It's, it's what you make of it. We, you know, they might, they might ask about boxing. They might ask about some parts of the process. They Mm -hmm. might ask about mindset or see the rigs or just, you know, the, the whole general bonding, if you will. Absolutely. Yeah. And because, you know, I remember how it was when we first went to a contest and you pull in and you look around 
Yeah. And you see all walks, man. I oh, mean, yeah. you'll see, you know, right now you can pull into a contest and you might see a half a million dollar rig. Yep. And you'll see another fellow with a Buick and a 5x8 and yep. two cans on it. Yeah. Doesn't mean squat about who might take that victory. Yeah. But, you know, it can be a little daunting. Absolutely, and it, yeah. And kind of have that perceived wall, which. Mm-hmm don't want to see because yeah. uh, it doesn't matter who you are or what class you're competing in we're all in this outdoor live fire cooking operation together so yeah and you know Ryan it was pretty cool you could see a bit of results even at the awards uh, at that same contest because you know typically you go to a contest and you have backyard awards mm-hmm. and all those teams are there yeah they collect their hardware. In the meantime, you know, maybe the pro teams are chatting amongst themselves, hanging out, and not really engaged. Um, sure. There was much more engagement on that front. And then typically after that section, you see a lot of the backyard teams roll. Mm-hmm. You know, they'll kind of clear out as the pro teams go into their words. Heck, they all stayed. You know what I mean? Yeah, it they, builds they, that they, uh, they, camaraderie, right? Yes. So that was pretty exciting. So nice. uh, that's going to return this year, and, and we're going to try and build upon that. Too. Oh, I like so, that. Uh, like that idea. Oh man, I hope I, I hope to see it more and more out yeah. there. It's awesome. Yeah. No, I know the, the uh, Canadian Barbecue Society up here has done something, not at a not just a competition level, but if you're a, a backyard team or somebody looking to get into it, you can reach out to them, and they'll put you in contact with a a pro team. Uh, nice. Just a kind of a similar type of idea, mentorship. But I like that idea. Just a, uh, you know, it's the commitment to one hour, or whatever. It's not a big deal, and right. Yeah, you build that uh, those bonds, right? So, absolutely. And and you know, honestly, if you know, if you show up cold to a contest or, or you're totally green, man, you have you have no clue what they might be looking for in that tent. And yeah. if you can give, you know, a couple takeaways, yeah, that might just kick you up there, and you see a little bit of success. Yeah. Just like you said earlier, yep. line and sinker, man. Yep. You're, you're caught. Yep. So. Yeah, I did my first backyard cook this uh, this past May. Oh, cool. Yeah, and then uh, and then actually the next day helped out Rob from Big Smoke a bit uh, with sure. this because he was running solo that weekend. So that yeah, was, uh, cool. That was his box runner. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, Rob's, Rob's a good man. He is, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Hey, he's him. Um, He's an MBS member too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yes, he is. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's, uh, yeah. Pardon? No, that's how I. He told me he put me in touch with you. So. That, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. That a boy. Yeah. yeah. No, those uh, those guys. That's a hard working pair right there. Yeah. No it kidding. Was, yeah, they've just moved into their new restaurant. Uh, they moved. So. Yeah. Got oh, some. Yeah. I wish them all the best. Yeah, it's fun absolutely. to watch that. It is fun to watch that place succeed. It is. Yeah. We were. I was back. Cause I'm from Winnipeg originally. Okay. Uh, so it was back there in the spring, and we took the little drive out to their their previous location, uh, check it out. So, sure. Yeah, some good, making some good food. So keep it oh, up. Oh, yeah, uh, Billy succeed. Pizza is to die for. I was telling them the other day. I was looking at their pizza online. <laughs> you delivered to Calgary. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah. <laughs> and while you're at it, ship a ship a case down to northern Minnesota. There too. you go. Yeah. <laughs> so you're uh, you're in Brainerd. Yeah, I am. Now whereabouts is that? I'm not. Uh, I've heard of it. So, technically, so Brainerd's 10, 15 minutes away from here. Technically, we're in Fort Ripley, Minnesota, okay. not to be confused with Camp Ripley. Right. We're two hours north of Minneapolis. All right. You know, about two hours from Duluth. All right, okay. We live yeah. in the middle of the, the woods, so to speak. Yeah, you're out, out there a little bit? Yeah, we're woods people. Yeah, so. Perfect. <laughs> 
I want to talk a little bit about some of your travels and uh, competition history, but I'm just going to take a real quick pause here for a a word from our Alberta Podcast Network sponsor, and then we'll chat with uh, Stan a little more here. This episode is brought to you by Park Power, a provider of electricity and natural gas in Alberta that offers low rates, awesome service, and profit sharing with local charities. In Alberta, you get to choose who you buy your energy from. If you choose Park Power, your money stays here. Plus, Park Power shares its profits with local not-for-profits that are working to make a difference for their communities. Shopping local is very important to Park Power's owner, Chris Kozowski, and we love local here at the Alberta Podcast Network, so it's a great fit. Learn more at parkpower.ca. All right, we are back. Uh, I know you guys have been uh, traveling a little bit outside of Minnesota for some different uh, competitions and stuff. Talk about some of the... Some of the travels you've done over the years with barbecue. You know, I don't have the total miles that we stacked on this year, but I can say I've got a 2017 Ford with dang near 100,000 miles on it. So yeah. uh, we, we hit the ground pretty hard this year. Yeah. Um, we had a little spring fever in April. Yeah. We jumped in the truck and went down to southwest Tennessee and started our season in Savannah. Uh, and, and that was an absolute kick to get out of our normal region and mm-hmm. uh you know, knock a little dust off or rust off, or maybe call it, I'd knock the icicles off and, yeah. and get a hook in. Yeah. Um, from there, uh, oh, excuse me, I'm misspeaking. In January, we did Florida Pig Fest. Okay. So we treat that, it's almost like a family vacation. We yeah. go down, well, it is a family vacation. We go down, the previous year we had done Disney World with it. Yeah. This year we went down, I went with uh, Griff, uh, Carl Griffith out of uh whiskey bent there okay yeah did a pig hunt nice went out and, did oh, wow. four, and that was a kick no kidding i'm like yeah. walking back into a hotel room at 12 30 full of mud with a knife hanging off your <laughs> <laughs> we mixed a little uh mixed a little uh harvesting with uh barbecuing you nice. can say that. but yeah. no man so we did pig fest then after that it was uh, little rock arkansas for that uh kcbs invitational thing yeah. they had going on right uh, then Savannah, then we did uh, a couple of minutes, you know, we had a couple contests in Minnesota. We did all the South Dakota ones. Uh, another really cool first for us this year was to go up to um, uh, Morris, Manitoba. Oh, yeah, yeah. And we did that contest there. Awesome. What a blast. Yeah. Man, it was only like almost just a little bit less than five hours away. Yeah, it's not bad. No, it, yeah, we looked at painless drive, yeah. you know. Is, um, no, it was uh, that we had a blast up in Canada. I yep. hope we can get back up there again. Yeah, no, I know folks from Winnipeg uh, travel down to Minneapolis for baseball games and stuff pretty regularly, so it's not too bad a drive. So you bet they do, and there's a pile of judges that come down from your way as well. Is there? Yeah, yeah, there really is. Yeah, well, good to get away a little, right? Yeah. So you know, after that, in terms of road trip comps, uh, we did we did a Missouri contest mm-hmm. in Warrensburg. Uh, we had the Royal. Um, you know, great, great year at the Royal this year. That that was probably our season highlight. Yeah, honestly, was that fifth runner up at the Invitational. Nice. Um, that was a man. That was an incredible feeling. I know it wasn't first, but that yeah. was that was pretty wicked. Yeah, um, that's, uh, yeah. Uh, such a family reunion down at the Royal too, mm-hmm. with all the teams from all over the place. But uh, we were luckily we were drawn. Uh, it was our fourth year in the Jack draw, so. That's how we wrapped up our season. We had a man. We had like this dream barbecue road trip yeah. because uh, Royal Oak Charcoal mm-hmm. were Oak team. 
they they stood up a Royal Oak Invitational. So it was down in Roswell, Georgia, at their yeah. beautiful headquarters. Mm-hmm. And we held that contest. And then we left from there. It went up to uh, Tullahoma, um, Tennessee, and, yeah. and touristed around for a while and then hit the Jack Daniels. And Not a man, Not a bad way to go. Huh? Not a bad way to go. Spend a few days. Eh? No, it wasn't bad. I'll yeah. tell you. Um, you know, I having never been there, I didn't really know what to expect. Mm-hmm. And another fella, uh, Jason, part of the the Lynchburg mob, I think he was the one that put it this way. He said, "You know, when people ask if, if people ask which contest I should go to, the you know, the Royal or the Jack, mm-hmm. it was either Jason or it was uh, Craig, the Barbecue Ninja. One of these two guys said right. this. I don't recall which, but either way, they hit it on the head. They said, well, the Royal, that's like going to a nightclub. Yeah. The, the Jack is like going to a campfire. All right. And, you know, it, and, and they really they really drew a bow around that one, man, because yeah. it's just, uh, it was a really special experience. Right on. Oh. So it was it was a fun year, right? Yeah, nice to be able to to be able to do both of those. That's pretty awesome. It did, man. And, and we didn't have the the. I would say we probably didn't have as strong a results this year as we did the previous. Mm-hmm. But so be it. Yeah. Um, you know, we did our thing, and yeah. we're gonna do it again next year. So, do you find with kind of traveling around the? I'm assuming these are all KCBS contests. Correct. Um, in the different regions, do you find the judging to be a little different uh, from region to region? Looking for different types of things? Or? Well, you know, man, we don't change a thing. Yeah. And maybe maybe we should subtly. I'm not really sure. As of right now, I'm not convinced that that would be the case. Mm-hmm. We're going to keep our game and run our program. Yeah. And, um, you know, about the only thing... Unfortunately, kind of found consistent this year is we know how to win a table and and have that uh, have that equate to a nineteenth or a twenty third or <laughs> yeah. even down to a thirty second place. But that's luck of the luck of the game, you yeah. know. Yeah. And uh, I don't waste my time getting wound up about judging. Yeah. You know what I mean. Yeah. So to to answer your question, no, we yeah. don't change anything for regional yeah. things. Um, you know, we definitely had some of our categories that didn't score as well mm-hmm. well outside of our region as they do at home. Right. So you do notice but, a little bit whether that's, you know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. You know, I would think if we had a handful more under our belt mm-hmm. in some of those regions, maybe I could draw a more educated conclusion by sure. looking at the sheets and so on. Yeah, that makes sense. And definitely taking... Uh, neighbor cooks up on their samples and looking at their scores after yeah see what what they're doing right yeah so kind of in your region i know i've talked with uh zach bauer out of south dakota holy smokes you see a fair bit of the teams in that region traveling around yes yeah we we see uh i would say the midwestern barbecue scene yeah is is a pretty good rotation pretty strong iowa south dakota um, the North Dakota mm-hmm. um, was, you know, we see Wisconsin over here, yeah. Minnesota. We all kind of travel. I think, you know, yeah, I'm biased. And, and Canada too, with Rob yeah. coming down and hitting contests best he can. Yeah. Um, and that's a that's a long ways for him to come. That's, yeah. Uh, but Midwest barbecue, mm-hmm. uh, biased or not, we got some amazing talent up here. Yeah. You know, you look at the 
like maybe the royal results yeah. or or whatever. I don't know if anybody's done like a analysis of, of scores, but right. what people think you got to be from the south to cook good competition barbecue. Yeah, hell no, absolutely not. Yeah. So I'm not taking anything away from those folks. Sure. I'm just saying the stereo any stereotype in place that a Yankee can't mm-hmm. cook good barbecue under that tent. Yeah, yep. that makes it. It's, uh, it's all uh, if you got the processes down and the seed, the flavors. It's uh, doesn't matter where you're from, right? So, yeah, I think so. You know, awesome. So, what uh, support you mentioned? Your wife and the kids get involved. I saw in, uh, online your kids were doing some of the kids cooks and stuff. Yeah, they do. Uh, I guess to boil it down, uh, first off, like back to Tanya and I, mm-hmm. we totally are in that pit. Yep. Probably an equal amount of time. Yeah, I'm pretty spoiled, Ryan. I get up, I fire up the pit, I put the bigs on, get things rolling. When the briskets hit a few of the important steps, I go back to bed. Nice. She gets up, she throws sticks, she parts out the pork. I wake up when it's time to season the ribs or whatever. Just for mm-hmm. an example, I said if we execute our timeline as designed, yep. Um, I tech. I typically end up with more sleep at night than I do on a work night, right? No, so that's not I, bad, yeah. <laughs> so no, she's crucial, and uh, and then she also does the rub sauces. Uh, she's the principal box designer, so to speak, mm-hmm. and uh, we we really make an awesome team. Dude, awesome. it's a blast the, yeah. to the kids. Yeah, they do kids cues. Um, I really, uh, they really enjoy it. We don't force them to do it. I ask them, hey, you want to do this? Mm-hmm. Yes. All right, and then it's pretty cute. They'll they'll be all staged up in the camper area, the trailer there, the night before or the morning of, and they draw little cue cards. They call them maps, especially okay. the two youngest, Gemma and Maisie, seven and six years old. And so, like, it'll be a picture of whatever they're they're going to grab, and then there'll be a little picture of a shaker, and like it's step <laughs> by step because then that way they they fill up their little tray of all their stuff, yeah, and they go up there, and we don't touch them. Yep. I mean. If we have to cut something, we'll cut something. If we have to touch something hot, we'll touch it. Sure. But other than that, baby, you are on your own. Yeah. You know? Nice. <laughs> so it's uh, hopefully teaching them that preparation can, uh, you know, a little bit of life lesson happening mm-hmm. there. Yeah, preparation absolutely. should lead to results. Yeah. Um, so. But if things don't go your way, you better learn how to lose well. Mm-hmm. And if things do go your way, you better be gracious and and uh practice good sportsmanship so yeah outstanding yeah some uh yeah definitely some life lessons there yeah yeah uh outside of your family uh any support sponsors you mentioned royal oak anyone else you want to give a plug to sure um iron fire ironworks that would be the primary that's actually my own business okay Uh, it's family business of ornamental and structural steelwork uh compart family farms is our is our uh pork our pork partner yeah uh can't say enough they're multi-generational farm out of nicolet minnesota okay uh if you haven't seen or tried uh compart pork product you're missing out you should you owe it to yourself just try yeah, it uh, with rob i've had some with rob there so yeah oh yeah man yeah. i mean they live ultrasound their sires for fat content wow weekly I mean, these guys are on it. Yeah. It's, it's a beautiful product. Yeah. Royal Oak Charcoal, absolutely. We've been using Royal Oak Charcoal for years. Traeger Grills. 
Traeger grills. We have a Traeger out on our sidewalk that gets used at least five times a week, nice. if not more. Yeah. And and that goes all the way back to before we started competing as well. Yeah. Um, uh, head country sauces. They're an anchor ingredient in our in our in our game. Um, and then American Outdoor Barbecue and more. Chad Stevens, another family business over there in Indiana. Uh, those guys are just they're they're studs out there. They if you need it, they have it. They get it to you fast. Um, our our I don't know what you want to call it. Our, our partner family or our brand family. It's really mm-hmm. important to us that um, they they are like a family to us. It's yeah. a relationship. It's not a it's not a. I want you to send me something free. Mm-hmm. Um, that's cheesy. You know, you got to use everything believe in everything that you're saying and doing uh, otherwise you're you're a poser right yep. so um yeah big 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 thanks to them awesome um, crucial uh, this hobby is certainly i can tell people that old trailer that's like a bass boat in there mm-hmm. you yeah. know in the parking lot <laughs> of uh, for us yeah there is really no other hobby yeah you know it, it is what it is and, and with those partnerships it's uh it really, it really helps things, and we owe them a debt of gratitude. So awesome! I'll, uh, I'll make sure to put all their links in the in the notes here. Uh, what do you cook on for competition? Uh, right now, we we cook on a Traeger yep. uh, Ironwood is the chicken cooker. Okay, and then we make switch from an old Hickory CTO, which we used for many many years. But I wanted to have a stick burn. So I, Jay Craig builds an outlaw smoker. Outlaw yep. smoker is what I have. I have a twenty eight inch. My God, I love that thing. I, yeah. I wish I would have changed to it, uh, you know, a year ago. Uh, yeah. It was funny. We, I want to tell you a quick story about that outlaw. So he's Jay's a fabricator. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beautiful stick burners on the market, yep. and I don't do pit wars. But I'm a fabricator. He's a fabricator. I'm looking at these different pits. Mm-hmm. I know what I want. I'm picky. I'm yeah. I'm stupid sure, yeah. picky about my, my metalwork things, right? Sure. And I'm like, okay, I can tell by fabrication this all right, that's a win right there. Now, mm-hmm. now, can I find somebody to build me something just how I want it, right? Yep. So, man, I pick up the phone, and he just slid right through the process, man. Him and I, you know, that first conversation, we're speaking the same language, and uh, Jay and, and, and his wife are, man, they're good people. Yep. Like I said, I, I'm, I'm seriously friends with everybody that we do business with because uh, – they're just solid yep. in that pit. Pit's an animal. Yeah. I was waiting. We were going to wait. We're going to wait and do a test cook at home. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, we're going to do a full test cook before we put this pit on and compete on it. Yeah. And time's going by and time's okay. going by. Yeah. Right? So finally, you know, Tanya cooked a pork butt on Memorial Day. I had cooked a pork loin about two weeks earlier. And I said, you know what? Heck with this. I drove home. We had a contest in Huron, South Dakota that coming weekend. I drove home on Monday. I fired up the skid steer. I plucked the CTO off the back. Mm-hmm. We put the hybrid on the back of that thing, and we rolled that contest. And by the we third place at Huron with that thing. Nice. I'm like, I'll take it. Why was I waiting for it? Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, I don't love runs on rails. <laughs> the thing's a stud. Yeah, no, I arrived. Uh, was uh, got to see Rob's in action up here in Cremona back in the spring. Yeah, it was, uh, it's a nice rig for sure. Dude, it's like a Ferrari, man. Yep. It, it's just, you know, one little move like that, whoop, instant yep. response. Yeah, it's insane. Awesome. It's a high, high quality pit. Awesome. 
Uh, you kind of touched on it. I was going to ask what you do when you're not cooking. So the uh, iron work? Yes, sir. Hmm. Yeah. Uh, you know, it's a, a family business. I, I do everything from spiral staircases, driveway gates, ornamental iron work, nice. uh, right down to forging type iron work at times to structural steel. It might be guardrails for, um, you know, a McDonald's restaurant or okay. rooftop ladders or I-beams and columns, things like that. We kind of mix it up. We're a small outfit. Mm-hmm. Mom and my, my dad started the business back uh, almost 40 years ago. Nice. Yeah. And I had to work there. I had no choice. That yep. was uh, family was business, right? Yeah. yeah. So, and now it's almost like a repeat of the whole thing because Tanya works for me. Yeah. Uh, you know, my dad, he's 78. He's got fantastic health. Well, my mom does too. He's still in there. Nice. You know, probably two, three, you know, three days a week. He, you know, it's awesome to Excellent. be able to work with family like that. Yeah, I that's dig great. It one, one non family member that works for us. Yeah, so right on. He does it too. Yeah. Excellent. Uh, where can folks find you? Social media for your your, your team uh, links and. Yep, our uh, our website is rubmyrack.com, and uh, from there all of our socials are linked. All right. We are on Facebook, we are on Instagram, we are on Twitter, and we have a YouTube channel. Okay. Uh, I'm hopefully this winter I can continue to populate the YouTube channel. What we started doing was. Putting together like a what do you guys what's it called a video blog yeah yeah from time to time of mm-hmm. the uh, contest travels and kind of the tales of the trail of the rub my rack yeah. uh, family circus right yeah so, no that's awesome yeah man yeah perfect so la- last question for you Stan uh, it's dinner time what's uh, what's going on the grill or the smoker what's your go to okay I. I would say chicken. I'm a yeah. chicken guy yeah. and a pork guy. Yeah. Chicken and por- chicken and pork, and maybe knock a steak every uh, maybe once a week, maybe yeah. once every two weeks. But yeah, the standard around here, of course, we're feeding five, right? Yeah. So pork loins. I yeah. love the pork chops, um, but chicken, chicken. I'm a chi- I'm a chicken head, right? Yeah. All right. <laughs> Nothing wrong with that, man. Well, Stan, uh, glad we were finally able to connect and get this uh, done, and I. Uh, Appreciate it. Yeah, man, it was a pleasure. I, yeah. I really appreciate you uh, extending the invite no. to have me on. Love to cool. love to hear what's happening uh, kind of outside our little uh, neck of the woods here. So, well, man, I hope to see more. Uh, I'd really encourage Canadian teams within range to mm. um, come on across that border. Come on down and see us, man. We yeah. welcome. I don't care if you're from Minnesota or where you're from, right? Yeah. Uh, you guys get get your get your tails down here and get cooking. Well, we'll, uh, we'll get the word out. That's great. Stan, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Have a great evening. We'll uh, catch up with you soon. You too, Ryan. Take care. That's a wrap, everybody. Thank you for your time. Thank you for listening. Please be sure to subscribe to the show, and I'd love it if you'd leave a rating and a review. Big thanks to Stan for joining me on the show today, and be sure to reach out to him if you're interested in checking out any of those Minnesota competitions next season. Wherever you are, I encourage you to get out and support your local barbecue joints. If you visit www.eatmorebarbecue.ca, you'll find a listing of all the great barbecue joints here in Alberta. And I am working on a revamp of the Alberta Barbecue Trail page, so watch out for that. Please give me a follow on my social accounts. I'm on Twitter at eatmorebarbecue and on Facebook and Instagram at eat underscore more underscore barbecue. The email is eatmorebarbecue at gmail.com. 
As always, a great big thank you to my friend Alan Horbin for the great music on this and every episode of the Eat More Barbecue Podcast. Until next time, folks, keep on smoking. This podcast is a proud member of the Alberta Podcast Network, powered by ATB, and is a production of www.eatmorebarbecue.ca. Thank you.